I'm, I'm always down for a good conversation, bro. All yeah. right, man. That's what so, made up, man. Good conversations. Perfect. So let me introduce you right now. Welcome to the Bomb Pod. You know, I really appreciate you being on. I want to thank Yanni specifically for, first off, coming on to, to my episode and teaching me so much. And I've gotten the feedback. He's taught a lot of people. Um, and that opened the opportunity for me to reconnect about how I felt about you and just seeing, like, you know, the first day I met you, it was six on six on a soccer pitch. Yeah. And, I, and then afterwards, I remember we were, like, hanging out or getting beers or whatever in the parking lot and you're like oh yeah i just moved here from jersey and i'm trying to do radio and i'm just like all right that, that's a that's a jump and then that's next thing i know i hear you on the radio <laughs> heard that's a good four years ago man like yeah because like when i got here it was it was four and a half years ago um and yanni who like you know uh, you know obviously the guy that connected us man like he's an absolute angel to me like i consider him like one of my angels one of my brothers um he was just there for me, man, like where he didn't have to, and I really needed somebody. And and yeah, man, like, you know, so so anybody that he tells me, like, yo, like if he tells me this dude is good peoples, then I'ma rock with that person. And he told me off the rip, like, yo, JP is my dude, it's my boy, you know. And uh, yeah, man. So like I I remember when we had that conversation, man, you know, chugging a couple beers right in that parking lot, man. We just wilding out and bugging out. Good times. I, I, I remember that just like Yanni you kind of just packed up and left. Uh, I don't know anything of how your life was in Jersey or anywhere else where you stayed. Would you mind, you know, telling me how'd you, how did, what happened that got you over here? Woo! What didn't happen? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, that's definitely a story in itself, man. I mean, um, since I was like 12, 13 years old, I've always wanted to be on the radio, man. Yeah, DJ on the radio. I mean, I remember I was, I was like 12 years old, uh, 12 or 13 and, and um, I was at my dad's apartment and I always knew that I wanted to like, to do something to change the world using my voice, using music. And we were just listening to the radio, just me and my dad, we listened to Alex Sensation um, in New York or in Jersey technically. And I just heard like this mix of his and he just went from one song to the next and to the next and to the next. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever, man. By the way, I know you had an ice cream truck. Right? Yeah, I thought it was my ice cream truck. <laughs> You want to sign? I got you. Say now. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I remember, like, I thought that was the coolest thing ever, the, like, each transition of each song. And then I heard some lady just talking first, like, oh, my God, Alex, it's because of you that, you know, I'm having such a, you know, I was having such a bad day. But then, you know, now because of your vibe and your energy, your music, you know, it's, help, it's helping me get through, so on and so forth. And I remember his response was so genuine. I don't remember what he said, <clears throat> but I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, damn. This dude is cool as hell. He sounds like he's making an impact on everyday folk. And I want to do that. And I want to have that same impact, if not even more, you know, upon upon people that, you know, that, that are just living, you know, like yeah. around my area. And um, yeah, man, right then and there, it hit me like an epiphany. I'm like, yo, like I want to be a DJ on the radio. And ever since then, since I was 12, 13 years old, uh, that's been my goal. I'm very blessed and lucky to know that, like, you know, to know what I wanted to do with my life, you know, at a young age, because I understand that not everybody has that luxury, and you know, and I did. Um, so right away, I remember I started working, you know, at this restaurant. My dad was working as a coat check, making, you know, collecting some tips or whatever. Got my own equipment, um, started practicing on my own, and I would, you know, I would throw my own parties throughout high school and all to get in trouble for it. But like, you know, I was, you know, I was hustling, man, and. You know, I was like 15 when I started, you know, uh, when I um, when I started doing like live streams from my room and I used to do like little mix shows on Ustream.com, then Livestream.com and stuff like that. Um, and then some internet station called Clubzone.fm back in Jersey was like, yo, you want to have your own show? I'm like, okay, cool. So I had like my own, I had a super vulgar talk show. It was like my first ever show uh, with my boy Javi. Shouts to Javi Cartel. And, you know, that just... You know, every step just helped develop me little by little, you know, like, I feel like every level I've learned so much more than, you know, than from the previous. And when I was 18, 19, I remember I was going to college and I dropped out because I didn't want to be a high school English teacher. I knew that wasn't my calling, man. I knew I wanted to, you know, be on the radio. <clears throat> and so there's one club I was DJing. I was already DJing a lot of clubs in Jersey, New York. Uh, it's a club called 466 in, in um, West Orange, New Jersey. I was DJing, headlining DJ didn't show up, so I was rocking the whole night. The guy that was on the mic that night, the, um, the headlining host, his name is AJ El Callejero. 
Uh, he works with YouTube now. He was doing big things with Spotify. Uh, huge, huge deal in A&R uh, when it comes to um, uh, Latin music. Um, I remember like he, he was just doing radio in Vegas and he moved back to New York City to do nights uh, on a big station in New York. And so I had a li little liquid courage in me too. I, was I supposed to be drinking at that age? No, but like young kid in the hood, I mean, it's, it's just normal, you know? Um, and so I remember I just asked him, I told him like, yo, I, like, he, he looked at me, he was like, bro, you rocking right now. In front of like a thousand people, like, yo, you rocking right now. Like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 18. And I told him like, yo, like, I know you don't know me from a hole in the wall, but um, I'm just trying, I, I want to get on the radio. I want to take your job one day, respectfully speaking. Um, but I'm down to, you know, to learn and, and to do bitch work. I'm down to be your bitch straight up. Are you allowed to curse in here? I don't, I don't yeah, you do. it's a bomb pod, which stands for back on your bullshit. So anything okay, right. goes, just tell your story. I like that. So, yeah, so I told him straight up, I'm like, yo, I am down to be your bitch. Verbatim, I told him that. I don't care if I got to get you coffee, I got to get you food. You know, um, it was a very unorthodox type of um type of interview. Like, like I remember <laughs> part of my interview was having to, like, learn and roll up joints and blunts for him that was part of my interview uh part of it like i remember like like we like sometimes he had to, we had to go to like a whole bunch of different locations and clubs and bars to like network with people and end up at a strip club in queens that i had no business doing and, and like but like he knew people there and it was just always every everywhere we went it was for a productive purpose you know and um and i learned so much under him so from that internship, I went on to a different station in New York City um, in the promotions field, the promotions department as a street teamer. And, and yeah, man, I did like about two and a half years. Um, it's crazy because like during that time, I was going through some shit in that time too, man. Um, I remember like, it was like a, a good year in and I felt like I was going nowhere. And I knew I was out hustling everybody, man. I knew there was nobody that was working harder than me, man. But it just felt like I was stuck. And I wasn't going to school anymore. And I was working at TGI Fridays. I got fired from there three times. That's a whole nother story. Uh, the you same said three one. times? Three times in the same one. <laughs> Just the lead. Only back a couple of times. Um, and, and yeah, man, it's so like, I remember um, my plan went into wanting to join the military. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of people know this, but I was a week away from signing my paperwork to, to the Air Force. A week away, man. Like I was already like I was in it like my like I had told my family I was already committed verbally I'm like yo I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna join the Air Force I'm gonna do radio in the Air Force uh, you know do what I gotta do and then just make sure you know I come back to New York City with um um you know with the military resume yeah and so that was my plan and I'm so glad it didn't work out that way man <laughs> so I remember like a couple of days later or like I want to say like six days prior to me having to sign my paperwork I met you know the new morning show hosts of um. Uh, of the station that I was at and you know I just made a huge impression on them and it just worked out man they asked me to be a part of the morning show and that changed everything for me less money more hours but um you know it it was just uh, um it was a deeper direction into like me following my dreams into having my own stuff my own show so on and so forth um did that for like another year and a half man and I remember like Right before I moved out here, man, I was going through some shit, man. I, I you know, when it rains, it pours. You feel me? Oh, like, that's my year. Yeah, yeah. this is when the year it, for raining on me. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot <laughs> of people, man. In twenty twenty, for a lot of people, man. Yeah. And that time, I remember, I like, I had went through a bad breakup, you know, with the next girlfriend that I was living with. That's never easy, you know. And I'm, I'm emo as hell, bro. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. I, like I cry for everything, bro. Like. It's just, that's how I naturally am. I cry watching Finding Nemo. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's who I am, bro. I'm a very yeah. person. Um, and I had like me and my ex, we had just broken up. I'm living on my own. Uh, I get evicted from where I was living at. Um, so now I'm living in my car. I have all my things in my car, driving from Jersey to New York every day. Then one day my car breaks down. Uh, on the way to work, mind you, I'm working at the station in New York City uh, from 3 a.m. till 7 p.m. <laughs> Just long hours, yeah, man. And so, like, I remember, like, like the turning point for me, man, was when my car broke down, bro. I remember it was like it was a whole blizzard. It was like January 12th um, of 2016. I remember because I have a yearly reminder for a particular reason to remind myself and to humble myself of that moment. Um, when my car broke down, I remember it was a fucking blizzard, like just hitting us like crazy, man. And it's like two in the morning on a Tuesday, whatever it was. 
And I thought to myself, as my car is shutting down in the middle of the highway, slowly but surely, um, like, I got two choices. Either one, I cry about it, and I cry about it and do absolutely nothing about it. Or two, I figure it the fuck out, bro. You know? Like, and just take the punch to the chin and just figure it out. I ain't have no money to fix the car. Uh, I had no money to get another car. Nah. So uh, I ended up just getting, like, packing up a big duffel bag full of my clothes for the weekend. And I just, I ended up living at the radio station in the morning show office uh, for almost two months. Yeah, man. So, like, as soon as I'll be done at 7 p.m., I will go to Planet Fitness in Chinatown. I walk to Chinatown, which was like a 30-minute walk, go to Planet Fitness, work out there, take a shower at the gym because that's the only place I can shower at. You feel me? Been there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next door, hit up a sandwich spot, buy one sandwich a day, cut it up in three pieces, eat one piece for dinner, one piece for breakfast, one piece for lunch, just so it can last me because I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't have money like that, bro. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just get back to the station by, like, 10 o'clock at the latest, man, and knock out by, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the office on the couch, um, wake up at 2.30 in the morning, wash my face, go into the studio at 3 a.m., and just do it all over again at 7 p.m. And so I did that for, for like, almost two months. And, and throughout that time, man, like, I remember it was, um, like, at the end of that, like, that moment in my life, um, I remember I was in a... I was in a great spiritual like place, you know, I was in a great internal place in that moment. Broke as hell, you know, like I'm thinking like, yo, I gotta make it, I gotta make it. I used to have the saying where like, you know, we gonna make it, we gonna make it. But like, I look back and I'm proud of myself with how I handled like my attitude. Cause really what got me to where I'm at right now has always been my attitude, has always been my optimism, has always been my energy. Um, Nobody wants to chill around people that sucks the life out of you and always talk shit about others and always talks down on themselves. You know, I want to be around people that's going to help uplift me, you know, that's going to make me a better person. That makes me happy when I'm around that person. But in order for me to be around those kind of people, I got to be that person for others first. I got to be that energy first and foremost. Uh, right now, I'm human, you know, like I'm allowed to have my bad days, you feel me? But for the most part, though, I want the foundation of me to be able to um, have number one, God, uh, and, and number two, just be able to grow into a particular man that I want to be, you know, that I will continue to strive, that I will continue to strive to become every single day. Um, so I'm proud of myself for that, man. And yo, like that, like at that last day that I stayed at, uh, at the station, I didn't even know it was going to be my last day, bro. It was like three incredible, I know it's a long story, man, but it's a whole journey. It's like, worth it. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like, how long like your your podcast be like, bro. but yeah, like you asked the question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember um, I got a like it was three amazing blessings that happened in a matter of like eight hours, bro. Chance the rapper once said, "When the blessings come up, uh, I'm sorry. When the praises the prayers go up, the blessings come down." Uh, three blessings. Blessing number one, I got a phone call, um, offering me a job to come down to Miami. Mind you, I, I don't know shit about Miami. I don't know anything about Miami. All I know is like the Miami Heat played out here, man. And like, it's a vacation spot. I don't know anything about Miami. Um, so they were like, yo, listen, we, we see you hustling. We hear about your story. We know you're living at the station. I didn't even tell people like that, that I was living at the station. Down in Miami, they knew I was living at the station. Was Damn. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and they were like, listen, we can offer you weekends on the air and you get to DJ on the air just like you've always wanted to, but we can only pay you $150 every two weeks. A buck, 50, a buck 50 a week, one week is nothing. Every two weeks, so basically $75 every, every week. Go into a state, not even a city, but a state that like, I basically know nobody, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it can only go up from here. I know, right? It's like, let's do it. I mean, New York is not giving me that opportunity. I never anticipated or expected or even thought about leaving my family in Jersey and New York. But, you know, like, I feel like it just had to be a sacrifice that I had to make in order to, like, better my situation so that I could be in a position where I can, you know, I can set my family up for success in the future. And I don't have to worry about, like, going through similar struggles that my parents went through, you know, when I was a kid. Um, and I just want to be an example, not just like for my own family, but, you know, for those around me, for those that don't know me, like, yo, like, there's, sure, you can make a lot of money doing whatever it is, 
but money ain't shit without your own inner peace and without your happiness, you know? Like, if you're not enjoying what you're doing every single day, then you just draining your own life uh, away. And you just mm-hmm. count these. Um, so I'm like, let's do it. If I can figure it out over here, I can figure it out over there, and I don't got to worry about the cold weather. Um, so that was blessing number one, dream job offer. Fuck the money. Just follow, do, follow me something I wanted to do. You know, the money will come once I get good at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Lesson number two, I called the only dude that I knew in, in Miami, Yanni. So, <laughs> and I, I, I didn't even know Yanni like that, like that, bro. Yeah, man, like, we, we weren't, like, we weren't, like, boys and shit like that. Like, we was cool. Yeah. But, like, we weren't, like, boys. Like, yo, let's go grab some beers and let's go hang out. Yeah. I knew Yanni because um, uh, through soccer. And so mm-hmm. uh, I played on the same team as uh, my, my big brother, Sergio. Um in Montclair at a, at a bubble during the winter time. And so there was a time where like, they just needed extra players and I ended up filling in and that's how I met Yanni. And then they wow. asked me, like he asked me to be a part of the team or whatever. So like I ended up rocking with them and, and yeah, we, and we got cool, you know, like it was always a cool relationship. Um, and so I called them. I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm, I'm going down there, man. And this is the kind of person that Yanni is. <clears throat> he was like, yo, listen, I know how it is like going into a new state and all. Not really knowing many people, like if you need a place to crash at, like I got you, man. So you, so you figure things out, you know. Um, so him offering a roof over my head. First of all, I didn't even know where the fuck I was gonna go, man. I was gonna like <laughs> try, to, try to pull the Planet Fitness card again, and you know, like I, I just didn't. I didn't have no money for like an apartment, none of that, man. I was yeah. like, down here, dumb broke. J. Coleman said a dollar in a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and. It's just a testament to the kind of person that he is, man. The kind of heart that he has. He just offered, he just offered me a place to stay at, man. Um, until I, I figured it out down here, and you know, and I'm very grateful and thankful, you know, for you know for his blessing on that. Um, and the third blessing, you know, that I got that same night uh, was when I was relieving the guy off duty. His name was Abel Sanchez. Um, I was just texting him today too. So I'm living at the station because I don't have a car and shit like that. I can't move around. So he looks at me, he's like, why the fuck are you living at the station? Why do you need to tell me this shit? And so I'm like, bro, like, first of all, it's 3 a.m. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> and uh, second of all, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And he looks at me dead in the eye. He's like, yo, you don't have a car, right? I'm like, nah, I don't. And he looks at me, he's like, yo, me and my wife, we've been trying to donate our car. Do you want it? Who, who does that? Who donates cars? Who does that? Well, I cannot make this up. Like, this is like, this all happened in one day. Out of nowhere. But I say out of nowhere, but it's really not out of nowhere because like, like, like I said, like one, two, um, like I really believe in the laws of attraction too, man. Like the energy you put out is exactly what you get in return. But the trick behind that is you need to do good without expecting good. You feel me? You got to do good just because it's out of the goodness of your heart, man. And, And the universe just rewards you, you know, and you know, when you least expect it. So it was like, wow, in a matter of eight hours, my dream job offer, a, a, a roof over my head in a completely different state until I figured shit out and a car just so I could like at least move around and see my family before I bounce. April, um, April 4th comes 2016. I take that one-way flight out here, man. I remember I, I hop on that plane and, and I tell myself, um, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, this is a brand new chapter in, in this book of life and I'm going to be the one to control this pen. There's going to be some bad chapters out here and all. There's going to be some good chapters, but I'm going to make sure there's going to be a lot more good than bad. But it's all up to me to decide on that. Um, Yanni picked me up in the airport, MIA. I remember that. Uh-huh. And, um, and yeah, man. And so, like, the rest was history, bro. Like, just came out here dialing the dream, just trying to hustle, man. And, and, and yeah, bro. So, I'm just, I'm just thankful to God that, like, like, I, like, I was just in the right place at the right time with the right hustle and the right mindset. Um, you know, when I came out here to the station, man, and just thankful that, you know, that my station hits 97.3, you know, has trusted me and believed in me with so many different, you know, um, with so many different ideas and concepts. So we're like, all right, we're making it happen now. So, you know. I've seen um, the creativity you put on the IG, uh, the green screen posts, like the DJing stuff you do. And it does feel like you bring a lot of your personality into the gig which I, I really, as somebody who is creative, I find it like sometimes you have to compromise a lot when it comes to creativity, but I see like you being your full self 
on as you do your job is it everything that you that you always wanted uh do you feel like what you've been hustling for and striving for got to the end result or is there still more mountains to climb and you're like you're just good with the taste for now no like i'm still like it's funny because like my dream for so long from when i was 12 years old up until like well like four years ago when i got out here or i was 24 23 24 when i moved out here i was 23 it's crazy <laughs> like yo like i think about like i'm 28 now man so it's like i was a completely different person from when i'm 23 24 to where i'm at right now 28 mm-hmm. um yeah man i mean i felt like i had reached the mountaintop when i first got out here because the goal for like 10 plus years was to be on the radio and then i finally made that happen I'm like oh shit i'm on the radio but then what i learned about myself is that you know what 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 makes a part of my dna um is my hustle and my hunger. So then for a second, for a little bit, it's like I got stuck because I was so stuck on the idea of like, oh, I want to be on the radio. I want to be on the radio. I want to DJ on the radio. I want to talk to people on the radio, make people feel good. And then I got there and then it's like, okay, fuck, what's next? <laughs> what do I do next? You know, like, mm-hmm. All right, let's take it, you know, let's level up. And so there's different ways of leveling up too. And I just recently leveled up too on um, radio wise. Um, uh, with the morning show gig, which is prime time, and I'm so thankful for that with the SoFlo morning show with Kimmy and Kelvin. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it goes beyond radio, man. And I feel like I'm 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 at the valley right now, man. And like once I don't have any more dreams, and I feel like like I, I lose my sense of purpose, man. You know, like it's okay to always want more and to strive for more and all. Like I want to, I want to be able to impact more people. I want to make more people feel good about themselves and make more people laugh. I want to make more people cry, and I just want to make people people feel. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and and let people know, especially guys too, like you and me, that it's okay to feel. You know, like we humans at, at, at the end of the day, man. Um, yeah, bro, this is a lot for me, you know, to accomplish. Left, man. I'm I'm just getting started, man. Like, and that's what I like. That's what I've like recently like realized that even through all of my struggles and. And my journey, it's been, you know, good like nine years since I've started this radio journey, technically. Um, I'm still just getting started. I'm barely scratching the surface, man. And I know what I'm capable of. I know the, the work that I'm putting in. And I'm excited for the future, bro. You, you mentioned something earlier that I, um, about your parents. And I'm Colombian, too. So I know that if you had, like, if you're, I'm the, you know, the firstborn out of my immigrant parents. Um, so... Mm-hmm. in the united states firstborn yeah uh, one in period yeah like so they moved from Colombia. i was the first i have a, a younger brother and like something about leaving and becoming something better than you are is, is very difficult in land families like they don't ever want you to leave but like like let's like say like they also don't want you to stay there either and it's like it's hard to kind of like excel i've noticed even in my and then amongst my friends how's your relationship been with them now that you've like you know you left and became somebody and because since you do want to help and like contribute but we know we can't do that with nothing in our pocket so like how's that been for you so um it's like a little tug of war man you know like especially in the very beginning i remember my mom like telling me like at one point like she was support like she'll be supportive and then she wouldn't and mm-hmm. she, was and she wouldn't uh, she's like, oh, like, you know how many people try to do radio or is on the radio? Like, what's the chance of you making it? This and that. So it was just mom being protect- protective and, and whatnot. And, like, she was telling me, like, oh, why don't you go back to school? This is way before, like, this radio shit started popping up for me over here. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go get a regular job and all. But I knew, like, being a teacher, getting a regular job wasn't what made me happy or fulfilled. Um, I hated school, man. I, I couldn't stand going to school. I, I, it just it, That's just how I felt about school, man. Like, I never took it serious. It was like, it just wasn't for me. Um, when my dad, though, like from day one, from the moment that I told him that I, that I wanted to be a DJ on the radio, he um he was always supportive. Like he never like gave, like he never gave me any kind of perception of like you know maybe you should think about doing something else. Like yeah. nah, he was always there day one. Um, yeah, like the clubs that I would DJ at, the first club I would DJ at, um, you know. Anytime, like, I'll be spinning in Jersey, he'll come out and support me. Um, yeah, man, like, my dad was always ride or die, no matter what, no matter what. Um, I remember uh, I got the phone call um, to come to Miami, and I called my dad first, and he was like, damn, for real? 
Um, and he started asking a lot of the right questions. Where are you going to stay at? Where are you going to live? How are you going to make your money? This and that. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, my mom, on the other hand, she was like, Miami, huh, let me call you back because I think about it. I'm like, you want to think about it? Fuck out of here. Like, I'm going to think about it. This is my decision as to what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, so it's, it, it, it was difficult. But going back to what you said, man, like, I can't do shit for my family if I'm just stuck in the same position. You know, um, I know that like, you know, um, if there's this big circle and we stay within this circle of comfort, nothing's ever going to get accomplished, man. But you got to you got to step out of that circle and you got to step out of that box because outside of that box is exactly where that magic happens. Um, and so I understand that I had to sacrifice family time. I miss my family dearly. You know, we FaceTime a lot. We talk a lot. Thank God. Um, and, you know. God willing, I see them once, maybe twice a year, usually at least once a year. So, you know, we get to enjoy our time more, you know? Yeah. Get, it's a little more special, you know, and it's significant when we do get to link up and get together. Um, but I recognize that I, I needed to do what's best for me and for my family moving forward in the future, bro. You know? Damn, man, you sipping? You ain't even let me know, bro? Damn. You don't have any. You don't have anything to drink. Wine bottle and all. Like I'm over here. Like sign now. Tell me. I already went through my water intake, man. I'm up at five thirty, so like my day is 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 tailing off. Oh, no, uh, I'm up at four every day, man. So oh yeah, but like. Every day, bro. Um, one one thing I appreciate about what you said earlier is like you kind of amongst my peers. Like I noticed that like I'm I'm at this point where like I'm post thirty, so I see forty. And I see some of my younger friends who they're approaching thirty and are still living as they're twenty two yeah. with that kind of velocity. And, and oh, summer- forty year olds still living like day twenty two, man. Like- that that is true. Not, not not nothing wrong with all those things, but it, it, it seems like you hit a, a level of maturity and a level of wisdom so early on. When I know at twenty eight I was still a mess. I I've like considering. What advice do you have for, for people um, who want to chase their dream but have to balance so much in order to get, you know, to even hustle to that side? It's a great question, man. Everything is just mindset, man. Like, because everybody wants something, you feel me, internally. Like, there's always something that you want. It's just a matter of just go getting it. There's enough bread for everybody to eat on the table. Like, for real, for real. <clears throat> it's, it's a lot easier said than done, bro. But, like, if you truly want some change in your life, you can't expect that shit to be just given to you. Like, it just doesn't happen. Maybe, you know, like, if you got fat ass and a pretty face and, you know, like, or, or like, like, you have certain looks, then cool. Like, that might give you a certain advantage, but then looks, like, might only help for so long. You feel me? Um, at the end of the day, man, you got to decide within yourself. It's like, all right. What am I going to do with my life? Am I going to make the choice into going after what I know is going to make me happy? Or am I just going to keep on making the same decisions every day that's not going to affect, that's not going to change my tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know? But that starts with what you do today. Um, and so, you know, like, oh, I'll start the diet on Monday. Oh, I'll start this the next day. Now, it's okay, like, to go through, like, little funks, man, because, shit, I go through funks, too, bro, where, like, I'm like, damn, man, like, you know, like I feel like shit. Like, I go through anxiety, you know, and, and phases of depression, too, man. Where sometimes I'll just wake up and I'm like, oh my god, like, like I'm being smacked with this like wave of sadness and shit, and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't understand why I'm feeling so sad. Like, like it's so normal, man. It's so, and it's completely okay to, you know, to go through these waves of anxiety and depression. But it gotta get to a point where like, all right, you gotta, you gotta help yourself. You know, you gotta try to figure out a way to, to overcome whatever internal battles that you have within yourself and just push through, man. And like, it's always the most the, the most difficult part is always going to be the beginning. But as soon as you get into a rhythm, as soon as you get into a routine, then it just becomes a snow, snowball effect. And you start getting motivated when you start seeing, like, progress, like, little by little, like, going to the gym type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and you start seeing, oh, shit, I see that little one-pack, you know, like, you know, little things like that. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, like, it, it motivates you even more. My best advice, man, is just to just fucking do it. Just shut up and just do it. <laughs> Straight up, like, there's... The, an unlimited amount of resources for anything you ever want to do in your life. It's called YouTube. It's called Google. It's called picking up your phone and just calling somebody. Um, yeah, man, your network is your net worth, bro. 
So like, even if you don't know somebody, I'm sure there's somebody that you know that might know somebody that might know somebody that might know somebody. You know, if you really want something bad enough, you know, pick up that fucking phone and you know do something about it. You feel me? Yeah, hundred a hundred percent, man. I find that people nowadays are, um, you know, I have fa- I have little nephews who are scared to order fast food restaurants, like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like just to like to ask for like what they want to eat. So I'm just like, imagine a lot of people younger are must are facing levels of anxiety. Ooh, Cato <laughs> are, are probably facing levels of anxiety, of like of heightened like that. And I just thought about your position. I'm like, you know, there's gotta be days you wake up that early in the morning that you don't feel like entertaining nobody or you're carrying the shit from the night before or whatever. Bro, like, and, and you know, especially like, like in my last, um relationship too man like i'll be honest with you like i've had friendships and relations where it's been so toxic for me and it would affect my everyday life it would affect it would affect my um like my work like how i how i how i talk on the air um and yeah man but like especially in radio man one thing i learned is that as soon as you you turn that mic on (laughs) this is like one of the first lessons i got nobody gives a shit (laughs) (laughs) nobody gives a shit what you're going through man so like wipe that tear and just do what you gotta do man Mm -hmm. like my job is to be the escape you know yeah Um, and yeah bro like and going back to it man like everybody's always gonna go through some stuff man it just is what it is it's a part of life um it's completely okay to go through stuff and, and to like just learn along in the process man um but as long as you don't allow it to consume you to a point where like it's fucking you up with your dreams. As soon as it's messing with your dreams and your goals and your priorities, then you know there's certain like you got you you got to find that strength within you to uh, cut off some dead weight and mm-hmm. make some smarter decisions for yourself. You feel me? A hundred percent. Going back to what you were saying too, um, uh, um, a couple questions ago uh, about like you know not only just how my parents looked at me and how they supported me, but my friends too. I didn't answer that part. Um, I remember in the beginning I told my boys I'm like y'all want to be a DJ. <laughs> and like you know like in the beginning they was like ah little a they call me little a little a won't be a dj and shit this and that and so i'm like all right cool i would laugh with them but like one i knew it was all out of you know out of fun you know mm-hmm. you know there was no malice meant against it like what's the like they're not talking about like like some family shit or anything like that or anything personal you're just saying i can't i can't be a dj okay <laughs> watch and so it was his motivation for me man mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, once I was able to, like, you know, start getting into clubs and meet certain people and all, um, then I was like, oh, shit, like, yo, what's good with the hookup? What's good with the plug? Ah, and I ain't want the motherfucking hookup. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, you know, with certain people that I have, like, you know, in my circle, man, it's, it's just so cool to just have people that genuinely root for you, not only just in your career, man, but just as a person. Fuck my career, bro. Like, my career and what I do, like, radio, morning show, like, what I do does not define who I am, man. You know, like, what defines who I am are the actions and the decisions that I make as Alexander, as mm-hmm. me as, as me as a man. Um, and the people that I have in my circle um, that support Alexander, like, I'm grateful for that, man. Because, like, I could do, I could be a janitor, I could be a custodian, I could be, I could do anything I want in my life, man. And I know, like, like certain people in my life will support me no matter what and will love me no matter what. There, there's nothing like that day one support of people who um, are able to support you when you're nothing. And especially like when you feel at your lowest, I like, um, I, I know for Johnny has, has, was there for me at a time when I was at my definite lowest and to hear a calming voice of wisdom like that, allow you to express yourself and feel means a lot. So even hearing your story now, um, I've been through particular, some of the struggles you've been to been there, done that, that gym shit. Oof. That one hit me to heart, man, because that was 24-hour fitness for me. Um, ah. Yeah, that that's uh, uh, guys who have gym memberships and know where to live. That's the that's the come up. So yeah. I, I've understood that. And um, like 40 hours. <laughs> yeah, you're paying forty dollars to basically shower because you could you, you basically work out for the privilege to shower because you can't just go in there to shower alone. <laughs> it would look super weird if you just stepped in there to shower off nothing. <laughs> Um, what, one last thing then. Um, so I, I'm, I'm super psyched because not only you did all this dream, um, when you see somebody like from your ilk, you know, Colombian, Spanish speaking, like you're not, you don't hide who you are on the air. You don't hide who you are in your posts. Like, um, what do you think is something that 
you know gets lost in like your in your delivery of of your of of your personality like what would you like to kind of like bring out more because what i see is just like it's like hype city and i'm like i know that's what you're supposed to do but like obviously in this conversation i've seen like okay you're super multi-layered so like is there another facet of you that wants to show like another side of that but maybe not pertaining to you know or confined to radio are you expressing yourself in a different function music you know and so I've been putting together music and all that. It's just been a different way for me to be able to be able to express myself and all, you know. And it just goes back to um, just being able to spread joy, man, and just being able to find different ways and different platforms and different methods of being able to spread joy, bro. Um, and I enjoy writing, man. I enjoy like I enjoy make, making people laugh and cry and mm-hmm. and just feel like you know going back to what I was saying before, man. Um, so you know, like my next step, I I, I hope if it's in God's plans would be in music, man, to travel the world, COVID permitting. Um, mm-hmm. Just see it, like, just see a whole bunch of people that I've never seen in my life, just singing along and just vibing to something that I created, whether it's me, you know, that that's on it or somebody, somebody else is on it from something that I created. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing a whole shitload of people just vibing to it and just forgetting about all their problems. Like, <clears throat> like I, I, I love DJing, right? I love, love, love DJing. Been doing this like now, what, 16 years? Sheesh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> damn. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. 16 years. Um, but then like for me, it's like cool. It's cool playing other people's records. I want to play my own records. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like it'd be pretty cool to do that. Um, and so, you know, like my priority has always been radio. And so now that like I feel like I'm in a good place in radio, um, not that I'm getting, I'm getting comfortable at all because it's not the case at all. Every day is a whole new, um, a whole new challenge. Um, and you gotta be, it's like, you started from scratch every single day. Um, but you know, I want to find, like I said, different ways to connect with people, man. You know, like my personality is always going to show like whether it's on the airwaves, maybe social media, but maybe it's through music that they, that they learn something else about themselves, um, through me. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so essentially that's really what I want, man. I, I just want people that like that cross my path, whether it's digitally or physically to learn a little more about themselves. You feel me? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big task and I understand that I need to continue to work on me every single day so that I can continue to be that sense of hope for others, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I just I just want people I just want to make people feel good about themselves regardless of where they're from how they look how tall they are you know what their past is like y'all like if we're still on this planet then it's for a reason you know and we and there's always an opportunity to fulfill a certain purpose you know that you have for yourself um, yeah man so that's oh, what I want to do, bro. I'll 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 shameless plug myself if you if after this all hits my uh my bandmate is like the brain of my operation. I do all the create, basically the creativity, but he's like, yeah, he does all my mixing, my engineering. I mean, we're like this, we live together. He's in the other room. So um, if you need somebody to do like technical stuff, I call him Q because he got the nickname from like the James Bond uh, person. So he knows everything. Just extending that out there. Uh, Yanni knows him too. So just if you, if he wants to vet, but uh He's in my band and he makes all those dreams come true. If you ever needed somebody who needs a techie stuff, I don't understand most of that stuff. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, dude, I, you, you've answered everything I've wanted to know. I'm yeah. so, I'm so excited for other people to hear this story. I'm so excited to hear it again. Cause I could be like, man, I just learned so much. I feel like I haven't been hustling enough and it takes stories like this to awaken people so they can be like, hey, man, I'm not hitting my full potential. If I've had you at arm's reach, why am I, you know, what's the difference? And I feel that kind of revelation allows everybody to work, especially when you see a guy do it and, a, and like be as forthcoming as you as you are with how, you know, putting God first, uh, putting your family first and stuff like that, rather than the trying to get a Gucci bell and a, and a Brooklyn apartment that you can't afford, like, this is the kind of stuff that I feel people need to hear more that you could grow wholesomely. Wear anything Gucci, anything Louis, man. Uh, unless it's gifted. Unless <laughs> 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 it's gifted. But other than that, man, like, yeah, I'm not, like, that's, that's just not me, bro. Like, you know, I, 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 like I said before, like the way I started the conversation, I don't know if you, had, if you had already started recording, man. I'm just grateful for like a roof over my head. I have everything I need in my life, man. You know, like, and I'm just blessed for it all. 
Um, if you think about it, man, like <clears throat> even through our struggles, our worst struggles is somebody else's dream, you know? Um, like there's somebody out there that wishes they had the kind of problems that we had, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and I try to think about that, bro, especially like, you know, if I'm like in a, in a, in a down phase, if I'm feeling upset about something or whatever it may be, um, like, it's like, damn, when I, when I have my problems and I'm going through my shit, I'm like, am, is what I'm going through really something to be upset about? Like in the grand scheme of things, you know, uh-huh. I start thinking about like, you know, kids, you know, kids in the barrio in Colombia, Medellin, where like, they got like no shoes and no food and no ac no barely running water from one spot like living in a shack with like 10 siblings and a, and a mom and still finding a way to be happy you know mm-hmm. um for me it's just like like every single day man like as soon as i get in my car bro and i, and I start heading to work like i start having a conversation with god and and like what i continue saying all the time and it's just thank you like i'm just thankful and grateful for like the life that i have i'm thankful for my problems i'm thankful for like all my lessons Jay-Z once said, a loss ain't a loss, it's a lesson. Appreciate the pain, it's a blessing, you know? And so, like, regardless of every single, like, you know, experience that might have gone bad, heartbreak, uh, grief, um, you know, financial instability, whatever it may be, um, there's always a lesson in those L's, in those losses. Um, And so you may not feel it right then and there in that moment, but, like, once you start becoming more aware that, like, all right, I'm going through some shit right now. It fucking sucks. I'm going to cry it out. It is what it is. But what is the lesson that I'm learning out of this bullshit that I'm feeling right now so that I don't have to ever feel this way again? And so, like, once like, like once I started developing that kind of sense of awareness for myself when I would go through certain things, it just made things so much easier, man. And, and once you start appreciating the little things, too, man, like, it just, it just makes everything so much more beautiful, man. Like, I'm, I don't have to have a car, bro. I don't have to have this... This nice laptop to be able to talk to you in. Um, yeah, man, I don't have to have this bad, bro. Um, yeah, like when I was little, right, right when I moved out of Yanni's place and I moved to this spot that I'm at right now, um, I remember like <clears throat> I had like my duffel bag and my book bag. Um, and in my duffel bag, I had like a bunch of clothes that I, shit, that I was wearing since I was like 16 years old. I would never like go to the mall. I never had the money to go to the mall and buy clothes and shit. Um, I remember I opened his door and the bed was right there. I dropped my, my stuff and I started and I jumped on that bed and I started crying like a baby, bro. And I was just letting that shit out, man, because it was like two emotions that I felt in that moment. This is July 1st of 2016, I remember. And um, that first feeling was like, damn, for the first time in what, what feels like maybe at least a year, almost a year, like I finally have my own bed. You know, like I'm going like couch to couch, living in my car so on and so forth and it's like i have blankets i have a pillow like if i'm hungry i could go get something to eat real quick you know and not even like stress about it um and number two is just a sense of like gratefulness of like yo so many shit went left but i'm still here though you know mm-hmm. there's so many things that just i was just in the wrong place i was making wrong decisions um but for some reason man you know life just played its cards right for me and and I'm in this moment where like I can continue to spread my like my personal testimony and I can continue to spread, you know, what I feel like is God's message through, you know, through me. I'm just a vessel. You feel know mm-hmm. me? And I just wanna change the world, Craig. I just wanna change the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on on that <laughs> note, th- thank you so much. And now my favorite part is your opportunity to plug things shamelessly. Uh, because yeah. that's the most important thing, of course. So uh, plug shamelessly. Yeah. Check my only sign on. You <laughs> was about to follow too. Look at you. I saw you, bro. You was about to subscribe. Ooh, 20 bucks. Sign <laughs> Nah, man. Um, uh, check this out, yo. I got my parodies, you know, what's popping the Chocolate remix. I got Roses, the Roses remix. Um, yeah, man. You could just, if you're driving in the morning in the 305 in Miami, wherever it may be, uh, just listen to, my, to, to our morning show, the Soul Flow Morning man just three real ass people just having a good time just talking about life and just fucking with each other you know on some cool shit mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah man and like the real the real plug man isn't even just about me man but like just like the real plug should be like all the gems that like we just shared today and all the conversations that we had today and like the real plug is you learning more about yourself 
you know, like whoever's listening right now. And so I'm beyond, I'm beyond excited. Cause when I hear this again, like on my morning walk tomorrow or the next couple of days, it's going to hit me to re motivate me again. As much as I do this for others, I do this for me. And like, I'm learning from you right now. Like I see you coming from the same place that my family came from. So I'm like, this shit's possible, whatever that shit is. And it means a lot to me. I appreciate your time, man. I know you're busy, dude. I'm sure you want to be getting to sleep if you got to wake up so early soon. So I'm about to like play some Call of Duty till then. <laughs> and yeah, man. Nah, but it's all love, my brother. Like I'm just like, I was born, I was, I was first generation born in the States too, man. And so like, you know, sometimes we need that, you know, that example from somebody and, you know, whether somebody that you know or not, like, you know, we, we all need a push. We all need a push from somewhere and everybody has different methods of, of receiving that push so that they can do something about it. You know, sure. a, lot, a lot of people don't do shit about it and they stay stagnant and they stay sad and depressed with themselves, knowing that they did nothing about it. But then some people use a certain push to their advantage and it, it, light, it lights a fire in their ass and they do something about it. They become, you know that somebody that they've always wanted to become. That's one thing though. Like, all right, I know like I'm, I'm going, I know like you were kind of like wrapping it up. But You're going, dude. I got time. <laughs> like the whole perception of like being, like I want to be a somebody one day, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're all somebodies right now, you know? Like somebody to who? It shouldn't be a somebody to somebody or you know, somebody to others. Like you should be your, your most important fan. You should be your most important critic. Like you are, all, you are already worthy. You are already a somebody. It's just a matter of you fine tuning you know, yourself and becoming the best possible version of you. Because like to say that you're a nobody right now, I disagree with anybody ever saying that. Everybody is absolutely a somebody. There's no such thing as anybody being a nobody. To be a nobody is to not have any worth, you know, within mm-hmm. yourself. And I feel like everybody has a huge amount of worth, a huge amount of value um, that people don't place upon themselves enough, you know? And yo, like I, I know my worth, I know my value, and I know like like, I know for a fact, bro, like, my price is going up, man. Like, you know, and not just financially, man, but in many different ways. Like, like I want people with certain energy around me, you know? Like, like cool, like, yeah, I'm going to show love to everybody, you know, but I'm going to keep you close to me if you have a certain type of energy. You know, you get, you, you got you to gotta pay for it with energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, energy is, is um, um, oh, my God, what's the word? Um, wh- like, type of money. What is type of money? Currency. Oh Currency, energy is currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that is the title of this podcast. Let me write that down because uh, currency, you like down, right? Yeah, I'm I like down too, man. This yeah, shit. Uh, usually, what happens? I don't have a title for a podcast ever, and some t- along the conversation, whoever I'm talking to will come up with like a phrase, or they'll say some shit like, "Yeah, that 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 makes yeah. sense." Energy, energy is currency. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's Dude, that, that that's fucking that, that's amazing. I I'm 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 still in awe because my eyes have been from soccer meeting you on that pitch to this. So for me, I'm just flabbergasted. The like I remember I played against you and I was like, okay, you know, Yanni mentioning stuff very passively. And just to see this now, like I don't I got goosebumps, dude. I'm just like, I can't believe that that the energy that just like you said energy is currency your energy has been in my presence already right and and we're and we're not here having this conversation coincidentally right i don't feel nothing works coincidentally um all, I mean, all these cosmic things had to be put in together for even just this conversation along my path and along your path it's i don't know i feel just as awakened uh uh now than i ever did before and i'm glad that you've given me that energy because i'm just like man i got some i got i'm excited to get up in the morning tomorrow to hit that workout i'm excited to do more podcasts this weekend i'm tired as fuck but we got to keep on grinding write that shit down man and just do it bro like the only one that's that the only one that can't stop you is who just (laughs) like i'm not stopping you bro like no you can't do it like the fuck you know it's really up to you, bro. And um, and my brother, listen, you got my number now, man. So like, anytime you want to have a conversation, bro, like just about anything, like I'm, I'm always with it, man. You know, I'm always about wanting to grow and wanting to see others grow too. And you know, and I I, I pray that you know your your podcast grows into something that's real special, bro. Anything that you do, you know, for it to grow. You you know, I'll I'll leave this at the end. Like, uh, my mom always told me that I that I sound like I should be on the radio, and I've never. And I'm like, I always just look at her. I'm like. 
I don't want to do that. I totally want to be Metallica, but I, okay, cool. Like I think about it. And then now as I keep doing this podcast along with my music and other endeavors, I'm like, I really do enjoy doing this, but there's literally, well, like five people who make money doing this and then, and then everybody else. Cause it's so easy to get into, but I'm just like, you know what, man, I'm just going to pay my pay, pay my dues one, one talk at a time and see where we get there. You know, somewhere, bro. you got to start somewhere, man. Mm-hmm. What kind of band do you have? Well, we've done everything. Um, you know, what's funny. Uh, I used to actually ghostwrite uh, Latin music. My, 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 the Colombian story is like I'm actually related to Shakira, but I actually am. Like I have like legit shit. So like, <laughs> like her brother, her brother, yeah, her brother's a tour manager. Married my cousin, so that's good enough. They live in Doral, so I did that for a bit. And my thing is like, although that was fun for like reggaetoneros and and nonsense, um, it's never been like what I've wanted to do. I love Maroon Five as much as I like Metallica. So like for me, it's like putting together something that is like pop friendly but with the sounds I enjoy has always been my, my challenge. Like let's fuck around let's work on something together, man. You know? Oh yeah. We, you should come check the studio out here, man. I mean, my guitar is on the wall. We have the other studio and the thing, like we're all here in our house and just trying to put stuff together, man. If not for us, for anybody else, because we feel like we have an ear for, for all yeah. that, you know, we understand a lot of genre more than just like sound, for instance. Mm-hmm. Maybe this weekend, bro. Maybe even Saturday, man. I would love to introduce you to Q. He is my, if, if we're pinky in the brain, um, yeah. you know, that's our relationship. He brings all of my stuff to life and he is one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. I'm so glad he's doing music with me. I would love to introduce you to him because like uh, he's, he's awesome. He's worked with actually like DJ Laz before too. So like he's a, uh, he did promos for him, I think like, like uh, I guess voice tags. So he's familiar with stuff like that. So he's a really cool dude. Yeah, I'm down to try something new, man. Just work with new people and just create new sounds and, and see where it goes. You know, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. <laughs> true, true. That's true. <laughs> like, that, that, that's another bar right there. The worst thing that can happen is nothing. Man. Yeah, you know? but you know what's cool? Uh, I had a mentor tell me that, like, if you stack your nothings, you'll at least get a yes. So sometimes uh-huh. that is good. Like, just knowing all your no's is easier to find your yes than sometimes digging for your yes in a needle in a haystack. Sometimes it's just easier to right off rip i don't like this i don't like this i don't like this and you and it turns out you find out what you like easier um that's always been my thing because i'm like i I wouldn't consider myself super optimistic but i'm a realistic person and pragmatic and i'm also extremely confident so i'm like you know do i want to solve the puzzle that way or i'm like hmm how can i you know fluff some stuff out to find the real root of stuff um and your perspective is the opposite of mine so for me it's even better i can learn because i want to be more positive but like left to my own devices, that's not like the default setting. Of course. Mm-hmm. Hey man. Nah, it's cool, man. So let's stay in touch with that. And let's try to figure out, not this, for this weekend, but definitely for next weekend. But we'll- oh, I'll tag you in there. We'll, we'll figure it out in time. My birthday's coming up. There's, there's the Scorpio vibe season means the best <laughs> songs are coming out. You know, I have the energy is running through me, man. Whatever, uh, whatever's going on in the ether, man. I feel it, man. I feel spiritual. I feel loud. I gotta take advantage of it, my brother. You feel me? Yeah. Hey, no, thank you so much for having me, man. I really do appreciate you, man. For real, like th- this is a really dope interview. Solid questions, bro. And and yeah, just it it just felt comfortable. There was energy involved, man. There was passion in there, and so I really enjoyed this interview. Bro. I appreciate you. I'm gonna sign off here, guys. Thank you for listening. And if you are listening and made it all the way to the end, please subscribe, rate five stars, and I can't wait to bring you some new product. Thank you so much for listening to the Bomb Pod, dudes. Thank you. All right, so then I could just cut that off. All right, cool. So let me... me, uh...